With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and not Danny G this weekend, Danny away, awaiting the arrival of little Danny G. So in his place, we have spared no expense, and we are rolling out the red carpet to one of the viral Internet sensations, who also happens to moonlight at Fox Sports Radio. We know him as Alex the Vegan. That's not his legal birth name, but Alex is here. What's going on, Alex? Unbelievable you're here. Big Ben, what an honor to be a guest on this distinguished fifth hour podcast, because we all know, Ben, four hours is just not enough for you, right? Well, not enough for the company. For me, it's <laughs> the people that run the company. They said we need more. We need more. And so here, here I am, Alex. And, and, uh, I thank you for doing this. I know we were, we were like, eh, I don't know. Danny can't really do it uh, this weekend because of the kid thing and, and all that. So, uh, there you were. Willing and able, despite your many ventures, and you were on the podcast. Was it last year we had you on? I think it might have been last year. Maybe yes, was last year. I believe so. Yes, you were talking about your your anime domination, and also you're dabbling in the TikTok, and you're you're all over the place. With yes, that. yeah. So it's it's still going well. You're still. Dude, in that area, yeah. Ben, it's it's going too well. If that is a thing, it's kind of amazing to see that the TikTok continues to go viral. So constantly, hundreds of thousands, if millions of views. Uh, what's really funny too, Ben, is that I wanted to test something and just to see how a much of a presence TikTok has right on the world now. Because as you know, and we've seen within the sporting world that the progression of streaming now is the forefront for anything you want to watch. So, for example, uh, Lionel Messi, the superstar that's here for soccer. Unless you have Apple TV, good luck watching him unless it's for highlights on MLS, on Twitter, whatever it is, or X, right? 
Yeah. So it's crazy to see now that within this anime world in TikTok alone, I put a, a basically a work email, you could say, for my own TikTok page I made. So the anime senpai put a work email and the hundreds of emails these different companies send me now to be either a sponsor, a promoter, to work with their company, to put it within my podcasting. It's crazy to see that the simplicity of just using an app that is so prevalent within the market today and using yourself with it and being your own boss can just take over your whole life in a sense. It's it's kind of amazing to see the outlet it's given me. That's cool. And and that means money, right? Money, money, Cheddar money. cheese, exactly. The cheddar cheese. Oh, look at that. Outstanding. Well, it's it's good to hear. And you'll you'll teach me about TikTok because when I lose this job, I'll just move to TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well. You might as well. I'll become a TikToker. Probably too old for that, but what the heck. Anyway, uh so later on we we'll get to back scratcher. We got Pop Goes the Culture. And uh, we'll get to the phrase of the week. But I did want to recap for those that missed it, that were not listening to the overnight show this week. Uh, tremendous moment. One of the great moments. I would say the moment of the year happened at Dodger Stadium, Alex. And I happened to be a part of it. I was just sitting there minding my own business. The Dodgers are playing the Oakland Athletics, which is a triple A team. It used to be a major league team, but now they're in Oakland. They're going to move to Las Vegas. And there were a handful of people there. Actually, there were a lot of people because they were giving something away at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they give free stuff away. People, uh, people, uh, run out there quickly. So I'm out there doing my thing, getting ready for the show, minding my own business, keeping to myself. And I noticed it was like the fifth or sixth inning of the game. Might have been the fifth inning. And I'm wrapped up in my prep for the show. And I noticed out of the corner of my left eye, there is a flying projectile that is coming towards my location. And uh, I then immediately went to survival mode. But as you know, I'm very nimble, Alex, and uh, <laughs> acrobatic. And so I was able to, with one hand, I was able to protect my laptop like my it was my baby. Wow. And, and then I rolled up my sleeves and with my my uh my left hand. Now I'm right handed, so with my left hand, I then reached out at the flying projectile, which turned out to be a piece of cowhide. Uh Stop. and uh and then I I, I it hit my uh, my not my middle finger, my ring finger, and then it one hop, boom. Grabbed it. So I then, then I grabbed it. And then that was my, uh, that was my, my souvenir. I got a little baseball. So, but it, it shows you how agile and, uh, graceful. I think that's the word graceful that yes. I, uh, tremendous athleticism, Alex, to get the, the baseball from Ahmed Rosario. You have no idea who that is. Uh, because, never heard of him. <laughs> nor, should you, uh, nor should you, uh, he's a random baseball player, but he has now been blessed. He has now been given the blessing. That he will have the courage, he will have the fortitude in the playoffs when the Dodgers get there to uh, dominate because there's a bond. And a lot of baseball players don't know this and people don't realize, Alex, but when you hit a foul ball and somebody gets the foul ball, there's a connection. And so there's Interesting. a, yeah, yeah, there's a cosmic thing. I don't, I can't really explain it. Uh, but I, I promise you that Ahmed Rosario with the Dodgers in the playoffs will not be a lightweight. Uh, he will not be a pushover. Wow. Uh, he will play well. Uh, big hits, big hits. Uh, NLCS MVP. I see that in my crystal ball. Uh, so anyway, that was kind of fun. I, and also while I was at, wow. the, at the, uh, the old ballpark there, Alex, uh, I did run into someone who reminded me 
I'm getting old. Now you're not old, Alex, so you don't have to. You don't have to go back down memory lane and all this. But right. I'm 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 going to tell you what is going to happen to you at some point because it's it's okay. start, starting to happen to me. So the athletics were in L.A. and I years ago when I was first starting out in radio, they they had reporters they paid money to to cover games. They don't do that anymore. Wow. And because they don't need to because the internet, but they paid right. paid me to go out to games. Uh, so I was a radio stringer. So I'd go out, do live call-ins, like, you know, seventh inning, the Dodgers are up four to three, you know, back to you, whatever. So that was my gig. And uh, I, I did that for a number of years. When I first started, not that long, like two or three years. And, uh, and one of the, the side hustles I had before the internet, so you got like all these side hustles, but back in yes. the old days, in the Stone Age, we had to get like these, you know, paying radio things on the side. So one of the jobs, the wow. Oakland Athletics, they used to have good teams. And they don't really have good, you know, terrible now, but they had some really good teams in the eighties and the nineties. And one of the teams they had in the mid, in the like, I want to say mid nineties or so, uh, they hired, uh, reporters from different ballparks around uh, baseball to do the, they called it the Coca Cola Road Report. And, uh, so, so this was kind of a cool gig because I, I just did my normal work, and then in like the fifth or the sixth inning of the A's game, when they went to commercial break, it was after the bottom of the first inning before, or bottom of the inning before the top of the next inning, they would say, uh, it's a sponsored segment, so so they'd go, oh, let's go to, uh, the, they called it the Coca-Cola Road Report, and they tossed to me uh, in, in Anaheim giving an update on the Angel game, so Whatever, it was, it was fine. And, but the guy that did that a lot was this guy named Ken Korak, who is okay. the radio play-by-play guy of the Oakland Athletics. So the A's were in town. Ken's still the radio play-by-play guy for the Oakland. No kidding. Uh, and so, but you know, I, I hadn't seen him in years. It's been a long time. And so I ran into him. I was, uh, he was getting something to drink in the, uh, media mess hall there. And, uh, getting, getting a little beverage. And so I was, Hey, Ken, what's going on? And he, you know, he remember we were talking. We told, uh, I told my Bill King story, uh, which he enjoyed. He enjoyed the Bill King story, liked that story, uh, cause we brought back some good memories of Bill King. And, and then he told me that he has now been the play by play voice of the Oakland Athletics for 28 seasons. 28 wow. is insane, which is pretty much as long as you've been alive, right? Alex? Yeah. 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 So it was like, wow. And I was like, wait a minute. Cause I remember when he started with the A's, cause I was like, I was doing it and he was like a first, second year guy. Oh my God. And I was like, holy crap. How the hell did that? As a rude awakening, Alex. That, <laughs> wow. And, and I, cause we were, you know, talking and he didn't want to say much about the team moving to, to Vegas cause they haven't moved yet, but we were talking about that. But, but the main part was that it was just great to see him. A very nice man, Ken Cork. And, uh, he loved the Bill King story. Now, my Bill King story, uh, Alex, this is old Bay Area broadcaster named Bill King. You know, he passed okay. away years ago, but Bill was the voice of the Raiders. He also was the voice of the Athletics. Obviously, he did Golden State Warriors basketball. He did all like the Bay Area teams. And this guy was like a total hippie. Uh, he had this uh, this uh, mustache. He lived on a boat in the Bay Area. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was going for it in life. You know, he lived his best life. And but Bill was such a hippie. That occasionally, if the A's were on the road and it was hot, you know, summertime baseball, uh, and this happened in Anaheim. So, uh, I was doing, I, I was uh, brought in to do stats because I knew the guys from the A's broadcast team. So they brought me in when they were in Anaheim. I did stats. So I, I, I sit in the back behind them and then they're in front, front row and I'm in the back. 
and I'm doing the stats and all that. And then in like the fourth inning of the game, because that was a, it was the third to the fourth inning. Bill King started doing play by play, tossed to Ken Korak to take over the play by play. So they go to commercial. He then walks up the steps. He walks down the hall, up the steps in the press box in the booth, walks behind me, and then proceeds to take his shirt off and his shorts because it was too hot. He then goes back down to sit and is now in his underwear. And he's just, you know, whatever. He's, he's, he said it was too I'm hot. Not kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So he sat in his underwear, his tidy whities <laughs> and in the press box. And I was like, I did, I could, I was like, what are you doing? In my head, I'm like, this is unbelievable. What I a legend. Believe. Yeah. And then and, uh, apparently he did that all the time. Like he just, <laughs> it was too hot. He just took his clothes off because, uh, you know, he wanted to cool down. I mean, I do the same things. So I can't complain. <laughs> yeah. But it's just the, the visual, I mean, of, a stadium, there's probably yeah. 35,000 people. And not that everyone's looking there. Probably no one's sure. looking. There. But if anybody happened to look over, Alex, and they saw <laughs> they saw him just sitting there without a, like a shirt on. A shirtless guy just sitting there. Yeah, it was, uh, it was wild. That's he, amazing. Yeah, he was, he was a good guy. A uh, very nice man. And uh, But I just I love that. I hadn't thought about that story in a while. And so the team, the, wow. the baseball team gets Fs, but the uh, the broadcaster guys get Get A's in. That's in- incredible. Yeah, no, it, was, it was pretty cool. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, you do that sometimes when you're running like the Jason Smith show. You'll just get down to your well, your underwear. And- yeah, you know, it's it's kind of crazy from all the hot takes in here, Ben. I, I usually go skateboarding shirtless. I'll be outside my house shirtless, usually in little Speedo shorts, just getting the nice tan in. But most of the time now in the studios, if we ever have the AC go down, I mean, I'm shirtless. That's how you know if we have AC or not. Now, that is one of the big upgrades from the new studio is uh, air conditioning. The, uh, yes. And I don't know about you because you're in a different room than me, but the the room I'm in, the old Steve Harvey part of the building, you're in the Limbaugh part of the building, but yes, I, I'm yes. in the Steve Harvey part of the building, and the air conditioning, amazing. I mean, Top that, quality on ours. Oh, it's so good. We have three vents now. We used to have one. I'm in the old studio right now. You could see the old vents above me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, lo- I do like the fact, and I think you agree with me, that since the old studio, we left there a few months back, and it's empty. And so I, I go in there. I get, as you know, I get there. You, you say, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, like I show up early a lot, and to, to work. And you're like, "What are you doing here?" And so I'll go into the old studio because it's soundproof. Yep. Nobody usually is on that side of the building, so nobody bothers nope. you because it's on the other side of the building. And it's 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 really cool. It's great. I can kind of focus on what I need to do. And, and yes. It's, uh, I thought of the same thing when you asked me to do the podcast. I was like, perfect. We have a whole professional studio just sitting there. So even now, I plugged in our own microphone to my interface, and I sound like Rocket Gold. I'm jealous. <laughs> I, I have mic envy, Alex. Cause do Alex, you? Yes, Alex is using an amazing microphone. He's using the top-notch broadcast microphone Yes, that, uh, that I use, uh, but not here, not on the podcast. I have a different microphone I use on the podcast, which is not bad. I have a good podcast. I have This is like the Joe Rogan-style podcast uh, microphone. Oh, the Schmurz or something like that, right? Yeah, sure, the sure. Yeah, yes, yes. Those using, are nice, too. Yeah, these are pretty good, but you're using the uh, Electro Voice. Oh, man. This is like, as Tom Looney says, get up and close and personal with the fans. <laughs> Tom Looney. <laughs> Do you know Tom still just randomly sends me messages, voice messages on Instagram all the time? Like, he'll literally see a post I do, and it just sparks him. So I'll get 15 voice messages from Tom and then never hear from him for months again. Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, I, I, talk, I talk to Tom. Well, I don't talk to him. I don't, I don't actually talk to him at all, pretty much. I text him. He'll text me. Same thing. Right. But we, we, we disagree a lot politically. Same, same, same. Yeah. You're on my team, I think, and he's on the other team. Yes. So uh, we will, uh, we will go back and forth and, uh, I will goof on his team. He will then goof on my team. Uh, and then we, uh, we kind of do that. That's our, that's our stickler. So. You know, what's my favorite is I'm with you too on a lot of things, but the one is like intermittent fasting, right? So you and I practice fasting a lot. So well, I'm getting ready for a seven day fast, if not 14 days, depending on how my body feels during it. So I posted this video and Tom, it just sparked like the passion of the Christ in this man. Like I literally posted a video about this guy that's been studying a lot about cyanide and different type of fruits and vegetables. And he's talking about how you can basically kill a lot of cancer cells by certain fruits and vegetables. And the two he talked about were apple seeds and apricot kernels. And he said they have B17 and also low doses of cyanide in them that it actually confuses these cells in your body, especially the cancer ones like, oh, the B17, I want that. So it grabs it and also takes in the cyanide and kills cancer cells in your body naturally. So I posted this video and I just said, the more you know, like information, right? He uh, listed a book written by a doctor that had like, I think the book is called A World Without Cancer. And he talks about how you can kill, like, kill it yourself. And Tom was just like, Hot as can be. He was like, how dare you share this information with the world? You are not a doctor. I don't see a coat on you. I was like, Tom, it's a video. It's a guy who talked about something. And I posted it because I found it interesting. 
It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that sounds like Tom. That's on brand. It is. <laughs> a normal rant. Uh, but I, I do like, occasionally he'll, he'll send me an air check of, cause he works at a different station in LA. Yes. Yes. Um, a news, news station, which is, just a 10 that the news guy is named Looney at a news station in Los Angeles, the number one market. It is Perfect. just absolutely wonderful. Uh, yeah, he'll send me like an air check. I never send air checks of, uh, of anything. I, I don't like hearing myself. Do you like hearing yourself? I don't like hearing myself. I don't like my voice. I don't like this. Hmm. I always nitpick when I make mistakes and. Do you really? Yeah. I, I, I know that I'm not perfect and it bothers me that I screw up a lot. Got so. you. Don't yeah. you find beauty in the imperfection, though, that you aren't, like, perfect in that sense? Well, I find beauty in the fact that management does not have <laughs> imperfection, uh, Alex. I have no, That's fair. you know, but personally, I, I always try to put a masterpiece. You know, it's the old John fair. Wood quote, make every day your masterpiece. Uh, well, fair, most, most, days are, most days are like a finger painting, but uh, every once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while you get a masterpiece. But you, the effort was made. There, there was an sure. effort made, right? That's the sure. That's the important thing there. Well, that's a fun question that you asked, though, Ben, because for myself, like, I've never really listened to my voice until I started doing content and getting into radio. Like, it's not something I think most people, if they don't do anything with their voice like that, listen to it. So I never really knew much. You know, the first time anybody put me on game for my own voice, Ben, was back at in and out when I worked at in and out in and out in <laughs> that's what uh dude i'm telling you about all about, all about. i'm yeah. telling you it's crazy because i was doing like the drive through and eventually when it gets like stupid long lines like it always does they give you those little kiosks and they tell you to go outside and get all the orders in so they can cook them faster right so i would go outside and i'd literally walk up to cars and be like hi welcome to in and out what can i get for you and they're like okay uh so then like they kind of were taken back right i was like okay whatever so then i give them their order so i have to repeat it so i was like we have two double doubles one with onion one without whole grill on the side jalapenos for one and chopped chilies for the second they're like do you do radio and <laughs> like it kind of sparked the idea i was like no but now that you think about it i've always loved talking i love my voice and people put me onto it so that was like the first time i ever really listened to myself so i started doing stuff and like recording content and so for myself like when you asked do i like my voice i kind of do like it's it's me. It's it's kind of cool. Okay, well, it's good. No, I'm and I I wish I was like you, but I also have this neurosis, Alex. When I was early on in my the radio business, they used to have these air check meetings, and so you'd go oh, shit. to the office with the program director, and they would it was a cassette tape. This out the old technology, and so they'd put a cassette tape in, and they'd start the show, and then every two minutes they'd pause, and then. They, it, it was the old, uh, compliment sandwich, you know, the got you where they good thing improvements, good thing 10, right? Well, they'd say, no, they'd say good thing. Uh, you are a scumbag. Uh, <laughs> it's terrible. And then they'd finish with a good thing. No kidding. Yeah. That's the compliment sandwich, which is really just hiding the, the main point of the compliment sandwich is to criticism. Wow. Is you've been in meetings. That's what happens. Most meetings is that that's like the standard. It, it, they had a webinar years Ugh. ago. All the bosses of the world decided in the webinar, we're going to go with the compliment sandwich. Ugh. And so they start out compliment. They go to the main point of the meeting, to criticism, and then to make you feel good on the way out, they give you a compliment. Yeah. Gosh. It's all time. Yeah. But anyway, uh, getting carried away on that. But uh, what was it? I was going to say something wonderful and, and brilliant. But I, I like that you like your voice. And when you were in and out, uh, I've heard stories from friends of mine in the past, years ago, 
that that's a pretty good place to uh meet people to date, yes. I would say, yes. or maybe yes. just look up. Was uh, that true for you, Alex? You had the pipes, so when you were <laughs> getting those double doubles and the animal style fries ready for people, were they uh they, they give you a little flirty action going on there? The big take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's just say, Ben, it wasn't only extra sauce on the burgers. We'll just Hello. say. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, if you think about it, so In-N-Out is such a young person thing because you think of a fast food place and not, and especially something distinguishes In-N-Out. Ben, it was like the Olympics in that place. I'm telling you, whenever they had these In-N-Out meetings, so they'll have, like, events they'll have a soccer event a basketball event a baseball event a softball event they'll put an event on for the entire year for all in and out employees who can bring family and friends it's like an olympic meet every time where you're going to the same place from the people from the same industry or whatever and you're just linking up and connecting the most amount of women i talk to in my like illustrious young career of single lifehood has been in and out like it's insane the amount of tail you can pull just working there and employees ben it was crazy I would think that you would you would do very well there. Did you have Crazy. to go, did you have to go to In and Out University? Did you have to study ah. In Out? Because I have been by the headquarters, which are in Southern California, off the ten 
Yes. Uh, Highway 10 there in the San Gabriel Valley. But I did see their headquarters. They had like an in and out. I don't know if they called it university or something like that, but they had a, maybe that's for management people. I don't know, but they, right. had, they had the building there. So, so that is though true is that there's like levels in a process within and out. So if you ever go to an in and out and see anybody with a red apron, they're the manager of that store. And the only way to become a manager is you have to start as a level one. So there's nobody within management or anything that's within a store that didn't start at the bottom level and climbed the way up through levels, which is why they're such a fantastic company to work for personally, is that every time you level up to Ben from a level one, two, three goes up to like seven, and then you become like a system manager, shift lead, stuff like that. You get a raise every time. So within a year, if you're very good at the job and pick up quickly, you can end up making six, seven dollar in just raises right there within a year. It's crazy. It's not. And there's there's different tiers, so it's kind of like Scientology, right? There's a little accomplish certain things, and then well, I you mean, get, you get to the very top, and you realize that the burgers are actually from an alien planet somewhere yeah, exactly. out in cosmos, and surprise, dude. Uh, yeah. ben, can we talk about the fact the government just comes out and says aliens are real? We're like, okay, so <laughs> what else do you got? Where's where's all the money from the taxes last year? You know. <laughs> Well, if the aliens are real, does that, how does that benefit us, by the way? How it do- does it. That's what's funny. And, and I do think the aliens are real, but sure. here's the thing. How come the alien technology, I, I, a lot of the stuff that we have, like that we're using now, I feel like is alien technology. It is. Maybe it is. So but how come that's in the private sector? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just like Fair random point. people are getting this and yes. the different gadgets and gizmos. That we use in our everyday life. Uh, That's a fair point. I, I do, also, you wonder what's next, right? Like this. Wow. Is this all just starter stuff? It and, is. And, and then it's like, you know, you feed a, a child baby food and then eventually you get to the real, the steak and the, the main event. And, I mean, think about it. So if you look back on any time of history, especially the stuff we can't even process or understand. So if you go to like the great, the great pyramids of Giza, right? Or Giza, whatever the pronunciation yeah. is. If you look, yes, if you look at these, pyramids ben even to this day you'll have any scientists archaeologists anybody go there and be like i don't know how they cut those i don't know how they stack those i don't know how any of this was made or even the premise of any of this and that's the craziest part like you said i think it's just increments of release technology as like a kind of like a test survey and be like okay here's uh electricity okay here's a cell phone okay here's the internet let's see how they do Oh, they're doing good. Okay, they need something new. Let's add better internet. Let's do 5G remote access. Let's use Wi-Fi. Like, nobody, Ben, I don't care how many people you tell me, if you and me, right, were dropped in the middle of the woods and we started a society of human beings off nothing and just repopulate, repopulate, I don't care how long we're there, nobody's going to just create an iPhone. That's not how this works. Like, nobody sits there and is like, I'm going to make a handheld device that will let me call somebody from another village. No, they're throwing smoke signals and stuff. Like, you don't just incorporate this crazy knowledge from nothing. It's given to you. Like, it's it blows my mind. Yeah, it blows my mind. Too. I mean, the the uh, the fact that you can airdrop photos and crazy and videos is just mind-blowing when you think about where humanity was for hundreds of years and where it is is coming. And really, the last 120, 140 years, it has been... Dude. Insane. Ben, they sh- I'm seeing videos from early 1900s of people with electrical scooters and different stuff back then that were just getting again. So it's like, what's really going on here? Like, where's this timeline and how is it all mixed that it's now? We're like, oh, electrical cars. Bro, they had electrical cars. They just took it away because they couldn't make money off of it. You know, like, it's crazy to me. 
Well, the other theory, and I don't want people to think that I've been uh, hanging out with Aaron Rodgers drinking the ayahuasca, but I'll go, <laughs> I'll, I'll go old school Art Bell. What if they're not aliens? What if it's another subspecies that lives in the planet, Alex? Good like question. Some kind of portal. Uh, I, w- I would agree. Out in the ocean, and they just fly out and zoom out of the ocean because they these some sense. UFO things have been flying into the water. So what if these these uh, little creatures and and whatnot live inside the the core of the planet? Now that would be ooh. Ben, what if it's hollow, like hollow yeah. Earth thing? Oh, don't get started with that because I still get email from the Hollow Earth Society. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, society. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a Hollow Earth Society. Years ago, actually, because of the radio show, Kyrie Irving, when he was with the Celtics, talked about the flat Earth. So right. we, we did a bit, we did a few monologues on the flat Earth, and then this guy called up, I think he was from Kansas, and he was a Hollow Earth guy. And then some other people were listening who are also part of the Hollow Earth movement. Stop. And they started emailing me, and I still get messages every so often from the Hollow Earth people. Yeah, they still send wow. me. They send me stuff. Well, I've thought about it, Ben, because as you said, the ocean, right? It's like, what if that is really the way out, if you think about it? Like, what if it's not up, it's down? Because think about it. NASA started as an actual ocean exploration company. And then within, I think it was like four or five years, like, yeah, we're not doing that. We're going up. <laughs> it's like, what happened? Yeah. You just tapped out? Yeah, it is it's pretty interesting. Well, hey, the phrase of the week, the phrase of the week. Uh, what is that? Uh, the phrase of the week would be, uh, call it a day. Call it a day. You ever use that phrase? Probably not. No, call I'm it not. You have not. You have you heard of that phrase, Alec? No, you know, I have the, not. You've never heard of that, really? No, I don't think so. This is not a good phrase of the week. But call it a day. It's like, hey, <laughs> you're 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 at work and you're maybe you leave early. It's like I'm going to call it a day, right? Oh, got you. Okay, so kind of like ending something with a theory there. I got you. Okay. Yeah. So it, it means to stop doing something for the day. I, you know, got you. Most people say yes. work or whatever, but maybe you're at school. You're like, I'm leaving early. Uh, I gotta go to. A, yes. You know, Most of the kids I usually say is like, all right, I'm gonna hop out. I'm heading out. I'm like, okay, for sure. Call it a I, day in a sense. Exactly. I can't concentrate. I'm gonna call it a day. Yes. So this expression actually was originally called call it a half day or half a day. And it goes back to 1838, and it does mean what it still means today, uh, but call it a day came later in the early 1900s. But it goes back to 1830. It was first recorded. Call it a day. Uh, wow. Call it half a day back. back. I loved half days at school. Gosh. At the same time, I thought, how pointless is this? Why don't just let us have the whole day off? Because <laughs> I had to get up early. and you know, Right. Hard. Uh, not, uh, not. I'm already up in here. Why am I leaving? Let's <laughs> just get this over with. Them. <laughs> exactly. And the back scratcher of the week, we had one great review from the Night Owl in Tennessee. This is on the Apple podcast page. Now, you know this, Alex, because you, of course, are tech savvy and all that. It's very important to get reviews and likes and yes, all- yes, very important. All for your algorithm, right? Yeah, exactly. So we, uh, at the, at the company here at iHeart, the powers that be, it's very important, the Apple podcast page. They value that very much. And so we've asked people to support the podcast. And many people have done a great job. Although based on the percentage of downloads we get, Alex, and the number of people that have actually taken the time to write a review, it's like less than half of 1%. But still, uh, we're okay with that. Anyway, Night yes. Owl in Tennessee. I thought this was kind of cool. 
She says, I love the nightly show. I am a night owl, thus the name. I uh, listen every night, but I thought podcasts were dumb. How about that? Uh, everyone has one. That is true. Everyone's got a pod. Some people have two or three. I or have two. You have two. See you. <laughs> yeah. I have this one. I've done other podcasts in the past. Anyway, uh, night owl says, decided to listen to the fifth hour and I am hooked. Uh, always some interesting, uh, commentary, uh, A plus. Keep it up. And here's the kicker. Like, hmm. she is not in the podcast demo. She's very proud to announce she's 81 years old, Alex. Wow. Grandma, great grandma, but she's cool. She's got the coolness to her that she still listens. I love that about the night owl that she's still, she's in the game. That's what's all you got to be in the game. You can't, you can't leave the game, right? No. Once you leave the game, it's lights out. You got to stay in the game. That's it. She's in the game. Wow. wow. It's like that EA Sports in the game. <laughs> Marketing slogan. But I, I believe but Ben, what's what's up with that? Like everyone has a podcast now. Is that like an actual saying? Well, it's true. There are more podcasts, but there are see it's it's if you get and you you've done very well, and I give you credit, but it's very tough to get any kind of footing. Like a lot of people do podcasts and it's uh it's F and F, friends and family. Right, friends and family, you. downloading it. You know what? It, it kind of reminds me of in the early days of radio, when the technology kind of started. There were a bunch of pirate radio stations. Yes, people would do their own thing, and that's kind of the reason the FCC got and became a thing because there were so many different people doing their own broadcasting. You you couldn't hear anything because it was all mumbled and jumbled and all that, and so they they licensed who can broadcast and all that. But uh, fortunately, they don't do that on the internet. Wait till they try to. Yeah. Do that. It's well, it's coming. <laughs> I will say, I was just gonna say, Ben. I think it is really cool that everybody has the ability to make a podcast. Like you're saying, it's a little different with radio because you have the frequency, but at least the podcast with the internet and selection wise, I think it makes a better opportunity for really talented individuals to shine because you're overloaded with such mediocre ability of an entertainment platform. So to have someone like yourself who has done entertainment for so long, for somebody to stumble across it, it's like night and day rather than some guy named Tim in his basement by himself. You know, just he wanted to do one, so he did one. There's the audio quality is terrible. There's no direction. The entertainment value sucks. It's like a TV show, you know, like there's so much good movies out there. It's because there's a lot of bad ones. So I think it's a cool thing. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's great. And I, I remember when I was starting out, like the only way to get your reps was to really just do a show. But you had to have somebody hire you and you weren't good. And so it was very difficult. But uh, I have people email me from time to time asking for like advice, like I have some kind of secret code, which I don't. <laughs> but I always say it's just getting uh, I'm a big believer in the you know 10,000 uh, you know, hours or whatever. You know, you yes, yes. Uh, some people have tried to debunk that, but I think it's true. The more you do something, the more comfortable you get. And 100%. Just, it becomes an easier thing. It's like riding think about anything. Yeah. yeah. It's like riding a bike and all that. Well, think I, about it. I've talked to friends too, Ben. I'm like, if you just want to go talk to girls, if you have a hard time, just talk to girls. That's how, just get the revs. Well, that's always the numbers game, right? Yeah. If you, 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 you <laughs> might true. go talk to a hundred girls for one of them to actually uh, be okay with it. But, uh, you know, you just got to, you got to play the game. So that part of the game, the cat and mouse game. All right, we'll, we'll move pop culture to the Sunday podcast. Go have the mailbag, and uh, we'll we'll put the baby to bed now. But we will have another podcast. Uh, Alex Teichert is his name. He's Alex the Vegan. You want to promote Alex? I know it'll be in the 
the promo for the the podcast, but how can people find you if they do not hear the Sunday podcast? Where can they track you down? Oh, yeah, it's it's very easy. Just look up. It's three words. If you've never heard of anime before, you're interested as to why there's all these billboards on the side of the freeway. What is this anime expo? Why does my kid have these stickers on their cars? It's called Anime Senpai Podcasts. It's very simple. You can find me on anything. I'm everywhere. Uh, it's an abundant amount of enjoyment. I talk about life, animation, Western, Eastern. I break down everything from the culture to my opinions. I bring everything from entertainment that I've learned from here, from hot takery and my endeavor of my perspective and enjoyment and what's the best things, worst things to watch. Just look it up. It's Anime Senpai Podcast. And then Ben also, as you said, everybody has a podcast. If you like to listen to life stuff and have somebody motivate you and be your shrink you don't have to pay for, listen to Shallow Oceans Podcast. That's my other one, too. Yeah, I like that. That's very cool. Motivation. Positive man, Alex. All right. Well, thank you, Alex. We will, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have the Sunday podcast. Have a great rest of your day. And, uh, what's Danny say? Danny would say later skater. I think that's what <laughs> Can I say it? I'll do it for him. I said, go ahead. Later skater. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.